0: Walter? Upstairs! Are you alright?
1: In the floor behind the chair.
2: This is America.
0: Does everybody know what time it is? Fix the Radio.
3: All right, here we go. Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, by the way. We appreciate it very much. Beautiful day here in Colorado. Live program today, July the 22nd. Don't forget, next week we will be out July 29th at Laprino Foods for the annual car show that they have their Sons of Italy do it. It's a great time, by the way, if you get a chance to come by and either say hi to us and get some great food, see a lot of great cars. It's always a joy to be there, and we appreciate them inviting us out. So we'll be broadcasting live from there next saturday in the meantime steve Horvat joining me he's from gito's auto service of course he's with me on drive radio but came in early to help with fixing Arnie. radio alan stack from stack optical with us as well today and every time alan's here uh i learn something new let's just say it that way there's a lot to learn when it comes to the uh i care uh being able to which we all take for granted at times alan being able to see is a big big deal and i know that that If you struggle in that area, you don't take it for granted. But those of us that see pretty well and don't have to do a whole lot to see, we sometimes, I think, take that for granted. Yep, we do. It's like having good health. You take that for granted as well. And I know, I mean, my dad, we've talked about this before, no secrets, my dad has some eye issues going on, macular de- degeneration, the dry, the dry kind, which we've talked about with you yep. before, Alan, and there's not much that you can do for that. And so I've, I've learned through that that, yes, yeah, seeing is a big deal. We take it for granted all too often. Seeing is a big deal. And how does Alan fit into, of course, you know, Fix-It Radio Drive, Radio Radio, Ready Radio, all of those? Well, because all of us do things that we need, I feel, and Alan, you can correct me, but I feel they're – are times where you can't just wear your normal lenses or your normal glasses or whatever for whatever that is that you happen to be doing. If you want to see and be effective at that thing that you're doing, you need the right eyewear. Exactly. That's
4: exactly. probably the and best way so for me to say that. There's so types of eyewear now that we can pretty much hit any part of a lifestyle or anything that you're doing.
3: And I think I think that's one thing that, that people... Yeah you know, maybe Alan they know that but maybe again we need to remind them that there's all these different things and there's different it's like it's like Steve in the shop with tools there's a different tool for every single job you would go do on a car and if you have the right tool it makes the job a whole lot easier can you still fix the car with you know you know tool A versus tool B Maybe, but it's going to take a lot longer. You're going to be a lot more frustrated. The job may not be done as well. I think the same is true when it comes to eyewear and all the different things we all do on a daily basis.
4: As a matter of fact, I'll go over a story later on about a gentleman that heard us on the radio talking about this. I think it was Fix-It Radio. Okay. And we designed a pair of glasses to help him around the shop.
3: Oh, nice. So, again, folks, those are the sorts of things. And on Fix-It Radio, of course. First thing I wanted to start with with Alan is because it is Fix-It Radio. And we do a lot of things around the house. And by the way, that could include fixing your own glasses because it never fails when you least expect it. Something happens. You're getting ready to go on that trip or you're getting ready to go do something and everybody that you would normally go see is closed Closed. and you can't get there. So you're like, okay, well, I got to have my glasses for whatever. Stay
4: away from super glue. Okay, yeah, so sure.
3: I was gonna I wanted to start there because last time you we were on, we got into this a little bit, and I had several questions even after you were off air asking similar questions and for those of you listening on Tuesday, well that's an easy one, and even on Saturday, Alan's open you can always call him directly call the store they can take care of you that way as well. those of you on Tuesday especially makes it really easy three oh three three two one one five seven eight is Alan's number so if you're listening on Tuesday by the way, from two to three you're it's it, super easy it's easy on Saturday as well, but you know. Alan's here today, Tuesday. He'll be in the in the shop most likely. So if you want to talk to Alan directly, you can do that. But talk about Alan when it comes to doing some of those at home repairs. I guess exactly. is probably the better way to say it when it comes to glasses and things like that. What what are the do's and don'ts?
4: When something breaks, your tendency is, oh, what's the easiest fix? Well, let's put some super glue to hold that together. The problem with the super glue is over time it eat it eats the lens, and. For me to try to get that stuff off, you don't want to put acetone on your lenses because no. that'll destroy them. Yeah. So I've got some other solvents, but it's still solvents. It's still going to break down the lens. So the best thing to do, um, depending on what the break is, let's say it's a, a simple one, the screw fell out, but you don't have the right screw to put back in. Okay. Take a wooden toothpick and jam it in there. Okay. Break it off on both ends. Just, Just let that wood expand that, a little and bit. That'll, and that'll hold it. That'll hold it till you can get it. And that's it to easy to get out. Yep. Okay. Um some people have put paper clips. The only problem with you got be careful if you use a paper clip that's a little bit big and you're jamming it in there, you can mess that the threads could up, right? Mess up the threads. Yeah.
3: It's like jamming a bolt into a, you know, for mm-hmm. us in the car world, it's like jamming the wrong bolt into a hole that isn't meant to be there. Yeah. You could end up with other damage that ends up being harder to fix. Well, in your case, I'm guessing those are so small there's probably no fix for that if that no. happens, right? Right, right? It's a you throw them away at that point.
4: Yep, and then uh, another one is if you're a fisherman, fishing line is great. You oh, I never thought that about through that. There oh, good one. That. Okay, you didn't say that last time. No, That's uh-oh. the one I just
3: learned today. That's a good one. That's a good one. The fishing line makes a lot yeah. of sense. I, yeah. I never thought about that. So
4: not everybody has fishing line.
3: Well, you know, on the same yeah. token, it's pretty cheap. It, it, it you can buy leader even at the at the grocery store almost anymore today. So right. keep a little roll of that in your junk drawer and have it kicking right. around
4: yeah even so if you're you not a fisherman a just have a little bit
3: of, by the yeah. way those work that works well for all sorts of things around the house hanging stuff go. and so on not a bad thing to just have kicking around for again fix it radio that's one of those items you ought to just have in the drawer anyways as far as I'm concerned
4: yeah that's such a versatile
3: yeah it's like duct tape yeah, almost exactly you can use it for so many I'd never thought about that uh tell you what I've also got a special guest joining us really quick because he is somebody that I'm now working with, Robert Swope. Robert, for those of you that are out there listening, by the way, that are in the real estate world, Robert, you've got a a way of helping people when it comes to advertising and marketing homes that most other people can't do, and you can do things for them at a price that they can't get done anywhere else. Am I saying that right? That's absolutely correct, John. All right, so explain how it works and what you need from a This really is more for the realtor side or If you're thinking about doing something with your home on your own and maybe you're doing some of the a la carte things that are out there with real estate agents and so on, you could call you guys directly, but typically it's the agents that are going to call you, right?
1: That is correct, yes. So what we do is um, uh, we put together a a whole package where we can actually market your home for you. Um, We specifically do real estate agents, but we're not limited to that. And we can do HDR bracketed photos. We do uh, drone photography. We put together floor plans for people, 3D walkthroughs, um, pretty much the whole thing. And like you said, John, at a, at a price that um, is, is truly unbeatable.
3: Yeah, for those of you listening, and I know just because you know, I've been talking to Robert now for several weeks, and we can do some things. I say we, he, I, his wife. We can do some things for you as an agent that you're honestly not going to get done anywhere else for the – for the price, and, and the idea here being, Robert, that as as agents come to you and they figure out how this works, that it's not just one house, but every house they list, they come to you, you go through all of the headache of making everything happen, and they just sit back and watch it happen.
1: That's, that's correct. Um, and one of the things that makes us unique as well, John, uh, this is more for real estate side, but um, we also, once we get the... Package built for um, our agents, and they decide exactly what they want. We actually drive traffic for them as well, and unlike the big, the big ones such as Trulia and Zillow. We don't charge for the leads that we get those agents. So we actually ah. help sell homes faster than nice. they would nice. on their own without those services.
3: Now, I as we're going to be at a car show next week, by the way, Fix It Radio, Drive Radio, both. The other thing, Robert, you and I have talked about that you also can do, this sort of fits into a lot of things outside of the car realm. So there's a lot of folks listening to where maybe you just want certain photographs done of you and your car. Maybe you have an event you'd like to have some nice drone footage of the actual event that you're doing. Maybe you'd like some drone footage professionally done, just of your house, just as a keepsake. Robert, you can do all of that as well. It doesn't have to just be a real estate listing. You can pretty much handle the gamut of whatever somebody might need, right?
1: Uh, we can absolutely handle pretty much anything that they want. If they want still photos, and, and like I said, we use HDR bracketed photos, get them the best possible photos, so they are professional. And if somebody wants a drone video, like you said, um, it could be an event. It could even be of them driving their car. I've had a few people there come in; they actually wanted a video driving their car, and I could do that as well.
3: Awesome, Robert. What's the best way for folks to get a hold of you, sir?
1: Uh, the best way is probably me. Uh, I have several websites. Um, um, the best website right now, and I'm working on a couple others. John is Hamadi I'm sorry, swope at Hamadi.com.
3: Okay. And it's, and and it's, it's okay, S-W-O-P-E for all of you listening. Swope is how that's uh, spelled.
1: Correct. Correct. And um, if it's okay, I'll go ahead and get my uh, phone number.
3: Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, Robert. That's exactly that's exactly what I wanted. Go ahead and give it.
1: It's uh, 303-502-3464.
3: Awesome, all right, for all of you listening, and all we 're going to talk to Robert a little bit more here on a you know kind of probably a uh, you know a couple times a month basis here and let you guys know what he 's got the ability to do, especially a lot of you on drive radio that may be listening then when it comes to some things you want to do with your your car or even marketing wise i'm looking at steve over here and alan maybe you guys want to do some marketing where you want to show some outside views of your store and different things some aerials and so on robert's got the ability to help pretty much any of you out there when it comes to the marketing side of the fence and robert i should mention you're an faa approved drone pilot which by the way makes a big deal there's a lot of guys running around doing photography in this area that aren't necessarily faa pilots right
1: Yes, that is correct. And the way that it's actually written, the laws in Colorado, um, you can fly a drone recreationally, and there's no big deal. You don't need a license. But if you're going to make money, you really need to have a license. Yeah. If you crack down on that, they're not. But, yes, I am FAA, FAA certified.
3: Awesome. Robert, as always, appreciate you, man, very much. And, as always, I'll talk to you this week, sir.
1: All right, thank you, John. Appreciate Have you, Robert,
3: day. very much. And, yeah, he's got a really great way of helping folks on the not just the real estate side but just the marketing side in general. And as you guys all know, the whole drone thing is just growing and growing and becoming a really big deal for, for folks, even businesses. You see a lot of different businesses now where they'll show a drone footage of the business and the area and the parking and the whole nine yards. And, again, all sorts of things you can do with Robert. So if you're interested in that, please let me know. No, Robert's not an advertiser; just a good friend, and I wanted to give him a little plug this morning. So, if you're if you're somebody out there listening that need his services, by all means, give him a call. And if you need him, and, and you don't, you, you know, maybe you're listening to this later. You can always contact me directly, and I can get you a hold of Robert as well. All right. So, moving on. Again, don't forget next week going to be out at Lapino Foods. And for those of you that don't know, and I should have looked up the address, but it's it's sort of that uh, old Italy area of of denver kind of that that east highlands area i guess i could say not far off of i-25 or i-70 depending upon how you want to get to it steve over here is probably going to look it up for me give me an, act, an exact address but you can if you just google Laprino foods
5: 1830 west 38
3: there you go 1830 west 38 one
5: of 38. the funnest remotes I've it's ever a great on. it
3: is great the, the food there by the way um Because it's a bunch of Italians, and they don't mind me saying this because I say it when I'm there. Because it's a bunch of Italians, they have got what they do called a sausage burger. And it is absolutely to die for. And if you've never had a sausage burger, I know it sounds kind of weird, but they do a big sausage patty and they do a burger out of it. It's like a hamburger, only a sausage, and it is to die for, and I'm not exaggerating. It is delicious. They, They put some toppings and things on it, and it is absolutely wonderful. Now, here's how this works also. If you enter your car next week, it's $20, and all of that goes to help one of the great charities that I'll be talking about next week. In fact, I'll even interview uh, the guys from the, the charity next week as well. But for those of you that have a car that you want to enter, it's 20 bucks, and you get the lunch free. So if you kind of think about it, you get to enter, you get to go to the car show, you get free lunch, and all that's going to help a really great cause. And and I'll talk about that a little bit during Drive Radio Day, the cause and all of that. I don't want to take any more time out of, out of Fix-It Radio for that, because that's kind of really more a Drive Radio event as well. But for those of you listening to Fix-It Radio, yes, we'll be out there. We'll start, of course, we'll go right on air at 9 o'clock. I think they're going to start lining cars up at around 8 o'clock in the morning, so be sure to come out and say hi. And as Steve said earlier, it is an absolute... Uh, it's a it's a fun show. It can be a little warm as the day progresses. So, if you're you know somebody that's a little more susceptible to the sun or whatever, bring an umbrella. There's not a lot of shade. There's a few tents and things around, but there's not a lot of shade because you're out in the middle of a you know asphalt parking lot. That's how car shows work. And in this case, there's not a lot of trees in that around in the area where the cars are. So, if you're kind of somebody that. You might have a little trouble with the heat or whatever. And I don't know what it's going to look like next week for the temperatures. I have not looked. Today is a beautiful day. If it was today, it would be dynamite. But, which leads me, Alan, into if you're going to be outside. Now, this is something I've learned even since the last time you were on. I don't, know, I don't know where I learned this or what I was watching or where this came up. But the sun damage to eyes by not wearing sunglasses is a bigger thing than most people think about, isn't it?
4: Yeah, well, they're thinking, you know, earlier cataracts, macular degeneration, a lot of that stuff's coming from the ultraviolet rays.
3: Because you don't wear sunglasses like exactly. you should when you're outside. That's right. How important is it to have being outside, talking about the car show and, and things next week, and, and I'll and I'll still see a bunch of people next week without sunglasses on, I just look at that and think, first of all, I couldn't do it, I guess i I just got more sensitive eyes or something, I can't, I can't do that, number one. I think the contacts that I wear have an effect on that as well, but... Even before that, I was a sunglass guy. I just don't know how people go out in bright sun without sunglasses on. But I'll see people next week, a lot of them running around, no sunglasses. How damaging is well, it, that? It,
4: it's the eyes. But, you know, I've talked to dermatologists. It's, you know, that the too. skin around the eyes. Okay. You know, and that type of thing.
3: Which sunglasses so, are also protecting, right. correct? Right, exactly. So, the, I guess the question I was going to ask is, you can buy a cheap... Ten dollar pair of sunglasses off some rack someplace. That yeah, maybe you got to be careful to with through. those
4: because some of those actually prematurely die because they're dark. They dilate the eye, but they don't have the qualities to block out all the harmful rays. That was my question. So what they're doing okay. is actually harming, harming you.
3: So they're not helping mm-hmm. your eyes no. at all. You might as well not wear anything, is what you're not saying. Exactly. Because at least your eyes will stay closed, your pupils closed because of the brightness. So if you're
4: going after those cheap sun sunglasses. Make sure you're at least getting polarized lenses. Okay. Polarized, just by the nature of being polarized, is a laminated piece of plastic. Okay. That blocks out 100% UV. It's just, uh, just kind of like your windshield. So, so your windshield's okay. a laminated So things. they're,
3: I didn't know that. So they're actually putting the polarization in between the lenses. Right, exactly. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it was a coating.
4: No, 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 no.
3: It's actually in the lens. Yeah, it, it's I a did film not know inside that. the sun. I'm learning something again today that I didn't know. Okay, so that's the so a true polarized lens will help, is what yes, you're saying. will block out the UV. Okay, another dumb question on my part. Steve's probably thinking the same thing. Just because it says it's polarized, does it have to be? Is there some rules or laws around marking lenses that aren't polarized? Yeah, actually, I
4: haven't seen one that wasn't, that was marked polarized. Okay. But it's pretty easy to check. If you pick them up and you look out in the parking lot and look at a windshield, Okay, and just turn them, turn the glasses okay. uh, in front of your eyes so ninety
3: degrees. Right. If you okay. if
4: you turn it and you see that the glare on the windshield disappears, then you know it's polarized.
3: Ah. Uh, okay. So even if you're in the store, you can go look out in the parking lot. Right. And just and just twist. That's it. all you got to do. Right. And you'd right. know whether they're polarized exactly. or not. I did. Okay. Right. Learning something new too. I did not know that. So, point being don't buy cheap sunglasses that aren't polarized because you're actually damaging your eye more doing that than if you didn't wear anything at all i never i didn't know that it makes sense now that you say that i never really thought about that because you're actually opening your eye up and you've got more coming in that wouldn't be and if it's not filtered out according you know if the lenses aren't filtering that out you're you're making it worse i never thought about that makes total sense all right again stack optical those of you listening even on tuesday please make sure you go by and see alan we'll we'll hear some more stories from here and i'll Again, I keep learning from him every time he's on with us. 303-321-1578. That's Stack Optical. Alan is with us today. Of course, Steve Horvath from Geno's as well. Larry Unger answering phones. I should have mentioned earlier as well. If you have a question, by the way, for Alan or any of us, please call in 303-477-5600. I'll check the text line as well. 307 282 8222 307 282 We'll be right back. Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560.
2: Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. That's seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. And the MLS two nine eight one nine one, regulated by DOOR.
3: We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass.
6: You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-6620789. That's 303-6620789.
7: Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home.
0: Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs.
7: With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof.
0: Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to roofsaversco.com to keep a durable roof over your head.
3: All right, we are back. Fix Radio, KLZ 560. The website, fixitradio.com, or all of our sponsors, by the way, are listed there as well, including Alan. So if you ever miss something here on air and you want to either go back and listen to something or get one of our sponsors' phone numbers and addresses and so on, you can do that. Alan, we haven't mentioned where you're at, which I apologize. We should have done that when you first came on. Where, are, where is Monica your store? Monaco and
4: Evans. Monaco and Monica Evans. Monaco
3: and Evans. Right on the corner. 2233
4: South Monaco Parkway.
3: Okay. Joe, hang tight. I got a question that came in on the text line for Alan. Do you sell contacts? I've been wearing... AccuView Oasis, disposable for stigmatism for years, and now they're discontinued. My eye doctor put me in Cooper Vision monthlies, which are garbage. They are heavy-weighted and thick and blurry.
4: Yeah, Cooper Vision has come out with the dailies. Okay
3: and we so you can handle that we can handle that okay so if i will respond to this text message at the next break as well but if you're first of all if you're listening and you heard that and i don't have to respond please let me know so i don't have to type a bunch of stuff out on the same token if you aren't listening i will respond and if i don't hear from you i'll get i'll get a response back out to you so i'll I'll just send them down to you alan and you, you can take care of them and do it all that way so joe you're next what's going on sir
8: John, it wasn't the primary reason I called, but uh, things on polarized glasses, I had bought a uh, a nice, I had them in my hand right now, a nice pair of expensive Ray-Ban glass polarized sunglasses, uh-huh. got in my airplane, went to went to look at the center uh, flat screen display, and it was black. <laughs> Can't see it. <laughs> and I, I would. I I, couldn't see And uh, so I couldn't. Now, by the way, I had the, the same exact glass, so I couldn't use those in my airplane. Now, I'm sitting in my Telluride right now. I have the glasses in my hand. If I hold them... You know, the, the way you would wear them, I can see the screen just fine. If I rotate these glasses 90 degrees, I can't, my entire display screen is black. That's right. So it looks like my display screen is polarized as well.
3: You also, real quick, Joe, for those of you listening that may not know this, you will not be able to see your heads-up display either if you're wearing polarized lenses. Same thing happens there.
4: I have been fitting pilots for years, and the first thing I do is tell them you do not want to have polarized glasses in your airplane. And right. a couple of so reasons. Anyways, One, you can't see the ice on the wing build up. But uh, I, I, I've always be, recommended against yeah. polarized. In that situation. Yeah, well,
8: anyway, so in that oh,
3: okay, situation, really, really quick, since you guys hang on, because there's other people out there probably listening that are in the same boat. So, Alan, what do you do for them to still get the right eye protection they can see properly? Actually, and so during,
4: on? Uh, back during World War II, Bosch and Loam came up with a color called G15 and G31, which is kind of a green-gray. And that's what i recommend for the pilots and that's exactly
8: alan that's exactly what i wear exactly very good
4: very good that's what i recommend
8: all right anyway i just want to give people a heads up that you have polarized glasses may not work well with polarized screens you got to check the orientation and and again
3: and and as i said too joe if you've got and I still wear polarized driving cars that have heads-up displays. You just learn to look at the other instrumentation instead. But, yeah, if you have a heads-up display in your car and you're wearing polarized lenses, you won't see the heads-up anymore. You'll think there's a problem with it, but it's you. <laughs> right. <laughs> how about the little monitors? You can see all those. That's not a problem. It's, just, work, okay. it's something I, about the heads-up on the glass, where to, uh, and Alan probably knows sorry. exactly what's going on there. But because of the polarization, you can't see the heads-up display. Yep. Okay.
8: Anyway, the, the primary reason for my, my uh, call. Every house I've ever owned, after a couple of years, the uh, trim boards around the garage doors, the bottom six inches rots oh, out. Yeah. Um. And and the one of the reasons it rots out, a lot of those trim boards and the builders put up, um, they don't paint the bottom edge where the edge meets the ground, and it just soaks up water and snow into there. Um. Now, because I just went through this now. Now's the time if it's not too bad. You can sand it down. You can fill it with some uh, epoxy wood putty, and and paint over it with some good paint, and try to get some paint on that bottom lip. But they also now there's two there's the face board which is a one by six which is the face board, but then there's an inner trim board that's at ninety degrees where the where it meets the the garage, uh, and they sell those in Home Depot pre painted. Um,
3: they also again, sell and, them in a vinyl and, type material that won't rot now.
8: Right. If you're going to buy the wood that's pre-painted, they sell like in a 10-foot length, with the intent that you're going to cut it to fit the height of your door. But if you're going to cut it before you put it on, paint that raw cut lip right. on the bottom. Um, and by the way, in the in the case of the 1 by 6 faceboard, that I was able to sand down, you know, fill and, and mm-hmm. paint. But the the, the little was it 1 by 3, half by 3 something like that. Right. I just popped them off. Just popped it. It was easier to just pop them off. And slap new ones on, but you got to paint that raw edge on the bottom. Otherwise, you'll be doing it again. So yeah, and if you're, and if you're houses houses looking for the
3: trim piece yeah. that has the little vinyl piece in it that seals the door, again, I, I would recommend Joe. People just go to the the entire thing is made out of vinyl. Uh, you know, it's almost like Trex deck in a way with a, with the you know with a, with the stripping attached to it. I would not even use board anymore. I'd go that route.
8: Yeah, and it's not a big job. I mean, once you peel no. it off. You peel it off, you cut it to length. Right. Um, If it's vinyl, you don't have it, it, Maybe it's a 30 minute job. That's right. To, to pop them both that's off. That's right. It's maybe a 30, 30 minute job and then put a little paint on it. it sure
3: um, know, and sure keeps the draft and everything done. out of the garage when you do that. And mice. You got mice too. Mice. Good.
8: Now's the time of year to yep, be doing that's right. this. You don't want to that's be doing right. this in November.
3: No, nope, do it's it now. Get it done. Or, Yep, good point.
8: Do it now. It's a good time of year to do it, and yep. so that's my recommendation. For today Appreciate it, Joe, as always. Your, Thank you, by the way.
3: Job. And thanks for the, the glasses comment. I hadn't thought about the pilot and the heads-up display and all that. Okay, question for Alan. Uh, another text message came in. Driving down from Loveland,
4: Fort Collins area, should I make an appointment, and how far booked out are you right now? So for an eye exam, we're about a week out, and right now I think it's Wednesdays and Saturdays. Okay. Uh, sometimes we do Fridays. Um, You do want to make an appointment.
3: (laughs) As as always. Yeah. So, and and I'll, again, let me know if you heard that. I won't text you back if that's the case. Um, And if I don't hear from you, then, of course, I'll text that that answer back. But, yes, of course, when it comes to appointments like that, make an an appointment. And, And I will also say that if you want to have something specific made, so you've got some sort of, and we'll talk about your story in a minute here, Alan, but if you've got something specific that you want a particular type of frame and lens and so on made for. Uh, and Alan, correct me, but I think that's probably in your wheelhouse and they right. probably need to come see you and again, call, make an appointment, make sure you're going to be there and so on, right?
4: Yeah, it is better better to go ahead and make an appointment to see me. Correct.
3: And I also know this because last time I was in there, I heard this. If you're a shooter yes. and you need something specific when it comes to your firearm, could be pistol, could be uh, maybe there are several different items, by the way. Another appointment.
4: If you haven't had an eye exam in over a year, have that first. go yeah. ahead and yeah. set up first an appointment first. to yes. see me yes. and the doctor.
3: I also know this because I heard it. If you're going to bring your weapon in, of course, got to have it cased. Unloaded, right. All of that. But this is unique because not a lot of other glass places in town, I can tell you this right now, are going to allow you yes, I have a to even bring room. a gun in and yes. do what Alan needs to do to make sure you're seeing things properly when you're using that firearm.
4: Yeah, I have a separate room that we go back to. And- yeah,
3: so you're not scaring all the...
4: That's right. <laughs> well, and
3: not every... I mean, <laughs> yeah. personally, I, I could care less. wouldn't bother right. me a bit. But, they, I, yeah, there are probably going to be some individuals that would be exactly. a little freaked out by that. But my point is you're not going to go to the average eyewear place in town and have that done because most totally everybody in there would be freaked out, including the staff.
4: Yeah, and it's fun for me. I, I love seeing all the different types of eyewear, and what people are proud of. And it's pretty cool.
3: Awesome. Okay, so, again, yes, uh, and, and thank you. Somebody texted and said they'll make an appointment. So, all right, appreciate that very much. Thanks for listening, by the way. I appreciate that very much. And Yeah, Stack Optical, for those of you listening, go down and see Allen, 303, phone number to make an appointment, 303 321 1578. If you're driving and you forget any of that, always go to the website, fixitradio.com. Everything listed there. I mean, Actually, all my website, fixitradio, It Radio, Drive Radio, uh, Ready Radio, all those websites have Alan listed. So all you do is find me. You'll find Alan. It's pretty simple as far as that goes. But if you somehow miss that phone number, you can go right there and find it. You, you also, by the way, this works really well. You can just Google Stack Optical. And believe it or not, it comes right up. It's real simple, real easy. And for those of you in town, a lot of folks would say, Well, gosh, you know, where again, where's Allen located? Well, it's Evans of Monaco, so it's really in as far as the Denver metro area is concerned, you can pretty much get there from about a half an hour from almost anywhere in town. Exactly.
4: I mean we're only about a mile and a half from I twenty five and Evans.
3: It's easy. You just head head east. Folks, I drive Monaco. to the station every day from Golden in about thirty five minutes and I can get to Alan's place in about twenty twenty five minutes. So the reality is, it's really not as far as everybody thinks. It's pretty it's pretty centrally located. I guess what I'm trying to get at.
4: Actually, since we moved easy. from Cherry Creek. It's a lot easier to get to my new place than it way was easy.
3: Plenty of parking, yeah. by the way. That's the other thing I should mention. Big, big parking lot. Plenty of parking there, so there's no issues that way. You know, you just just uh, pull in, and there's there's plenty of places to park and walk on in. Uh, Alan's got a very, very nice store, by the way. Lots of things displayed. One thing I don't mention enough of, I really do concentrate a lot on the specific types of things Alan can do when it comes to working in outdoors and so on. But, Alan, you've also got every designer frame Known demand. Well, you can put we, somebody we have, we have you quite a, few.
4: <laughs> and there's so much duplication out there. They'll say, "Well, do you carry this brand?" No, but you know, they, they, everybody copies everybody. Here's else. one just like it. Right. Gotcha. So no, and I, and I know that just from
3: being in the store. You, you right. know, you you have a full array of inventory right. of frames and so on right. that that. And again, this is where Alan I think helps out more so than what you're going to find at some of your big box places. And I know this just from wearing glasses for as long as I have. Not every face is the same, Alan. That's right. So not every set of frames fits the same face the same way. So what you may have your your best friend wearing that they just love may not actually work very well for you, correct?
4: That's right. if if this if we were all symmetrical, I'd be out of business
3: because you know? <laughs> yeah, be one size fits all, That's right right? That's right. well, and and I, and I say that sincerely. you know you may see somebody wearing a particular set of lenses or a particular set of frames, I should say, and say, "Yeah, I really want those. Uh, well, it's sort of like cars. Not everybody fits in the car the exact same way either. What what Alan may like or Steve may like as far as how a car drives, I may hate. Just the way the seat feels, the way the pedals work, the the way the steering wheel feels, everything. I you know, I may not like it where somebody else may love it. Eyewear is exactly the same way, Alan. Exactly. There's no difference there.
4: You want to take advantage of our experience. You know, 40 years, well, 45, 46. <laughs> anyway. Keep, it's like Steve. You guys just keep ticking them <laughs> up that, here. That's right. But, you know, when I'm fitting someone, I'm looking at your prescription. I'm looking at your face shape. I'm looking at your coloring when I'm making my suggestions on frames. Okay, so. You know, and, and you know, you get the wrong. So I'm pres- going to stop
3: you for a minute. The uh-huh. prescription side.
4: Yes. What does
3: that have to do with a frame? It's
4: huge. Because, you know, if you put somebody that had a, that's very. Farsighted, okay. which means they're wearing magnifiers. Okay. And you put them in a rimless frame. Uh. We have to make them so thick in order to make those edges thick enough to make them sturdy. You know, so let's look at a different frame. You know, and, and just the opposite is true. If somebody is very nearsighted. You don't want to put them in a large frame. You put them in a large frame, they're going to have Coke bottles for, for lenses. <laughs> Even with, you know, and I, I can get the thinnest lenses out there. But there's still a nice marriage between the right frame with that prescription i've never
3: thought about that either so fit the frame to the prescription and the face right. all at one time
4: take advantage of our experience yeah
3: and you and know, i and people i people
4: that do this online oh my god well, and then and they
3: come I, in and they're complaining and you like, know I, I go to the big box you know right. I'll, I'll say it i go to costco on almost a weekly basis to get the goods for the following week and so on and they've got an eye thing there and you right. know so on and so forth and I don't know. There's times I just walk past there and I look at the people behind the counter and I'm thinking,
5: hmm,
4: if I were were going to buy
3: glasses here, how would this work?
4: No, but think about it. I've been at at Costco and you look at it. They've got this little island and all the frames on the outside. They're not designed for the optician to go out there and help you with the frames. They're saying, you go ahead and pick out a frame that you want and we'll write it up. Right. What? Mm
3: -hmm. Right.
4: You know? Right.
3: Yeah, when I look at that, I just, because everything I've learned from you, of course, you know, having you on now for quite some time, and, and I've heard you even in the past when you've been on with Scott and been on my show in the past and so on, and I've learned a ton from you, and I just look at that, and I just think, I, I'm guessing it's just an education, which is what we're doing now, an education of the folks that are out there to get them to really understand what I wear consists of and how this works, because Yeah, what you just said doesn't work. You just can't go walk up, pick one out that you think works for you, and then have them make a lens for it. That's the backwards way of doing this.
4: Yeah, well, you know, and some people can get by with that because they have very light corrections. Okay. You know, it's the heavier corrections, you know, they go and do that, and that's when they get in trouble.
3: And they really can't see very well. Or, all, and, or it doesn't, or it's and I and I know from wearing roses. glasses and doing that throughout these years that if you know you don't have the right prescription and things aren't working correctly and you're not seeing well, you can also end up with headaches and other things can develop out of that as well. Right. It's not just being able to see; it's some of the other health things that go with it as well, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, typically you could even wear the bad prescription; it's not going to hurt you. Right. It's just going to be damn uncomfortable.
3: Right. Yeah. Good way of saying it. All right. Questions for Alan. Again, we've got him here. He'll be with us a little bit through Drive Radio as well. So anything you've got for us, please let us know. 303-477-5600. Text line is is, uh, is good as well. If you want to text us a, a question, been doing that throughout the morning here, feel free to do that as well. 307 And I want to see if Steve has any questions for Alan here as soon as we come back as well. So. Oh, yeah, no, I actually saw some stuff on the website I want to ask. Okay. About. All right. So we'll come back and that. do that as well. So don't go anywhere. Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560.
6: for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Leuenberger with American National Insurance now at 303 That's
7: 303-662-0789. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home.
0: Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs.
7: With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof.
0: Call today at 303 303- 710 That's 303 710 Or go to roofsaversco.com to keep a durable roof over your head.
2: 720 That's 720 And 500 NMLS, 298 regulated by door. Premier
9: Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future.
3: All right, we are back. Again, Steve Horvath with me from Geno's Auto Service. He'll be with me through Drive Radio as well. Alan Stack, Stack Optical, also here today, which I always enjoy having Alan. I learn something new every time. I mean, I learn something new every day I'm on, period, whether it's from Alan or you guys or whoever. But in this case, specifically when it comes to eyewear, which your eyes are a big, big deal. And I think maybe even myself, as I get a little older, Alan, and you start realizing how important it is to see, I will tell you I probably look at this differently than I did when I was 20. Right. Exactly. I mean getting older, you know, oh, not getting any younger and I definitely realize well, how important but you were eyesight is. With
4: good eyesight.
3: I was pretty good. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm not and bad. Now as, as you, you know, get older,
4: right.
3: Yeah, I I've I no, I've been I I will say it right now just because I'm very fortunate. I've got good eyesight, good health, all in all, I really for being my age, I I have really no issues whatsoever, which a lot of folks that are 58 can't say. So I will sure. I will take that all day long i am not complaining in the least i feel very blessed to not have any i I don't take any medications daily i I really have no ailments whatsoever my eyesight's pretty decent yeah i wear contacts but could i get by without them you know my prescription yeah Yeah, i probably could could if i had to i can't wouldn't see as well as i'd like i mean i do it just because i want to see and be crisp and all of that Uh, so yes i'm very very fortunate as far as that goes steve you had questions too though for alan you know i actually
5: i saw something here on your website I didn't realize you do, like, ski goggles.
3: Oh, yeah. We, yeah.
5: we don't talk about that on this side as much. But no, we you know, don't. We you know, should, but actually. I mean, so, I, so in yeah, so remember I, those I, days, you have to put the goggle over the glasses and fog right. up and everything. yeah,
4: and, they, and they've come up with a couple different adapters. You have to bring your goggles in. Okay. But I can try these different adapters that will fit in there, and we put the, we put the prescription inside the adapter, then you snap it inside your goggles. Oh, really? So that's pretty cool. It's a lot yeah. easier than trying to wear your glasses.
5: Oh yeah, I remember those days, yeah. and you know, when it went, especially when you crashed, and you had a yard sale. You know, all your glasses <laughs> and had, you know gloves and <laughs> poles are everywhere, and yeah. you know,
3: and, that, and trying to find your glasses that are all full of snow. And that's <laughs> yep. funny. Okay, which I assume Alan would apply to not even that particular sport. It could be everything from that to snowmobile into whatever. All all of that would still apply, exactly, right? Exactly.
4: Exactly. I have quite a few different types of sports I wear depending on what you do what
3: about steve's a big golfer and you've talked about the golf side of it in the past what about golf
4: oh absolutely um the big thing with golf though is getting the right right lens with the right tint you know and then
3: um so you can see the ball better right exactly okay
4: remember you always want with golfing brown is better than gray okay because it makes you see the ball better right gray darkens the shadows the brown illuminates the shadows Okay. So, yeah, and
5: you're reading the greens is what you're. When I'm reading.
4: golfing with somebody and they're wearing gray lenses and they're complaining about not seeing the ball. Yeah. And then I can see the ball sitting there in the shadow. Yeah. Ah, I tell mm-hmm. them. See, that's the difference.
3: I never thought. Of, I mean, you've talked about that in the past. I really never thought about that because that the brown heightens the shadows, not diminishes them. Exactly. And it doesn't hide it's them, a, I should it, say. It, yeah. Heightens oh, instead uh, of hide.
4: Yeah. It, it's just, you know, you remember the old, uh, those brown lenses that were real popular yeah. and called high definition. Oh, yeah. You know, in the nineties, that kind of stuff, basically, it was just a brown yellow lens. it blocks out blue more blue light okay okay well, it also illuminates shadows now, the problem with that, if you're really bright outside driving, I'd rather have gray because that is going to be much brighter with right. that brown yellow lens. but for golf, yeah, I'd rather have the brown
3: okay, this just came in as well on the text line. Prism glasses. Does he do those? My concussion hurt my eyes, and now I have prism glasses. My daughter was a passenger in the car where the guy did a sharp U-turn and flared up the vertigo. We both have motion issues. Driving was very difficult. Now we have prism glasses. A lot of people don't know about these glasses, and, yes, we do eye therapy as well. Talk about that if you would. Okay,
4: so I have quite a few different doctors around town that refer me their Prism patients. Okay. Now, first of all,
3: explain what a prism is.
4: Look at my glasses. Okay. You'll see that one lens is thicker than the other. Yes. I have prism. Okay. If I take my glasses off, you will have four eyes. Okay. It's a muscle imbalance. Okay. And I've been working with prism for, actually, I self diagnosed myself with an imbalance back in the 90s when I went through my refracting school. Wow. But anyway, it's a muscle imbalance. Okay. You put the prism in there to pull the eyes together.
3: So, you're, you're, so I've been doing that for So you're adjusting years. someone's eyes with the lens itself. Exactly, exactly. Training the eye, I guess I should say, yeah, in a way? We're, we're, well, we're, we're, we're faking correcting it, or the, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we're,
4: we're correcting the muscle imbalance. Okay. But yes, I've been working with prism glasses for many, many years. Okay, what what about the eye
3: therapy? Is that something that you're that familiar I'm not with, familiar and how with. does that work? No,
4: I I don't deal with eye therapy. Okay. I leave that to the doctors.
3: Okay, that's all on the medical side. Yep. But you can fix and handle the... the pr- prism. Okay, dumb prism. question on my part. Does every eyeglass place out there even know what a prism lens is and does?
4: Oh, I would say probably in this day and age, 20%. Is all? Because you can think of it. There's very few small places like mine that True. are actually opticians. True. Most of them are the big chains that just hire clerks that don't understand prisms. Yeah, they're order takers. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I get that.
4: Yeah, there's not a lot of us left. So I I would say...
3: Okay, so another dumb question on my part. When you guys are all gone, what happens? (laughs) I'm being serious. I mean, because, you know, it's sort of like even on the auto repair side. When all of the old techs are gone and all we've got are a bunch of young guys have never even seen some of the old stuff and how to really fix things, it's going to be a different world. What's it going to be like in your world when you guys are gone?
4: How's that going to work? That's a tough question. I have no idea.
3: I mean, people like like you, where are they going to go? Because I'm, I'm assuming, and I know you should never assume, but I'm assuming that this is a, a muscle problem you just said that people have, and it's not going to go away because it's a medical condition.
4: Right. It's you know, not it, like it, that's
3: going to go away,
4: right? Exactly. Exactly. No, it, it, hopefully there'll, there'll be people like me around, you know. But just less and less of and them. Less. Yeah.
3: Which means, folks, for a lot of you, and this is what's happening in auto repair right now, which this is called supply and demand. When the supply is lesser mm-hmm. and the demand is still there, guess what the prices do? They go up. They go up. Why? Because there's fewer and fewer of them doing that, and they can name their price. That's what yeah. happens, right? Yep. This is economics 101, basically, but it's kind of happening. In the, I've got conversation I want to get into on Drive Radio about that and the fact that car repair, yes, is more expensive now than it ever has been. And, unfortunately, a lot of the articles that you're seeing running around out there in the news media the articles are partially right they're not fully right. They're blaming supply chain issues and they're blaming you know the high cost of overhead at the shop and so on and so forth, which some of those are part of it, but in reality the biggest thing driving up auto repair right now is a lack of bodies to do it and what you have to pay somebody to come in and actually work on cars. Alan, you're going to be right. in the same boat with what you're doing. It's yeah. no different there as yeah. well.
4: It's getting tougher and tougher.
3: The yeah. more you have to pay on a on a you know monthly basis for that worker to be there to do prism lenses and know right. what you know, That's the cost right. is going to go up. That's right. There's yep. there's no way it's going to go down. It's just the way it is. Okay, back to the fix it radio end of things and fixing some of your own problems. You may have, have and I okay, folks, I also understand this. I know a lot of folks are on budgets, especially today. I get that, and I understand that good quality eyewear is not cheap. And when I mean cheap, yes, you're going to spend money to have good quality. I wear. What I would say, though, along those lines, is while you get what you pay for, I also know, Alan, that you've got the ability to help people with that that, that are a little more budget conscious with different things they can do, different lenses, and right. so it, on it as frames, well. Right? You
4: know, I have frames that start at sixty-five dollars. Not okay. all my frames are thousands of dollars. Okay. You know? <laughs> and so I've I've got good quality frames at you know value priced. Uh, type frames but uh, yet
3: we'll still fit the person the prescription exactly. and everything we've exactly. already talked about that's right which you're not getting at some of the other you know i don't want to i don't want to name names but you, you guys but, know uh, but, the other places you know, i'm talking it, about
4: but when it comes to progressive edition lenses and that type of thing i don't carry the cheap stuff because you see such a difference mm. in the quality of those lenses that you know, I, I won't carry a lot of the lenses that they carry that are so
3: cheap. Okay, not to get into your. How do I want to phrase this? What makes them cheap?
4: Okay, so when you when you look through the lens and you see so much distortion off to the side, uh, it, they picked up their glasses from X Y Z and you know they just can't see out of them. Well, you you check them out and there's just all kinds of waves in them and that type of thing. They're just a cheap design lens.
3: Is that because of who manufactured them? And in your world, is there high-quality, low-quality manufacturers? Yes. Yes.
1: How does
4: that work? As a matter of fact, there's a lot of insurances we won't take Uh. because they make us use the cheapest lab in town. Uh. And then people pick up their glasses and go, well, I got them from you. Yeah, but we didn't make them. But I bought them from you. I don't want to be in that argument. I agree with you. I agree with you. Because you. know, then you just become an order taker, and you're no different than anybody else. Yeah, that
3: that unfortunately is what's happened in the glass and collision world. The insurance companies rule the world. Right. It, literally, they rule those businesses. They literally tell them, this is what you're going to do to fix this car. Fortunately, on the mechanical side, I had this conversation with one of my clients the other day. Fortunately, and Steve will understand this, on the, on the repair side, the mechanical repair side with insurance companies, we never let them control us. Hmm. We, for years, I can remember being in business, and you'd have an insurance claim where somebody had damaged the undercarriage or whatever, so you've got it in, you write an estimate, and an adjuster would show up and say, oh, we're only going to pay X amount because this, these are our rates. And I'd look the guy in the eye and say, well, I guess your customer's making up the difference then because I'm not doing it for that rate. Right. And he'd look at you kind of, he or she would look at you like, well, what gives you the right to say that? And I'm like, it's my business, and this is what I charge. Either, either this vehicle leaves at this price, and somebody's paying. You, the customer, a combo. I don't care how you guys figure this out. One way or the other, this is my price. This is what it's leaving for. Fortunately, in the mechanical repair side, all shops, I think, pretty much nationwide, have kept to that and have done exactly that and not allowed the insurance companies to push them around. Unfortunately, in the auto body side and the windshield side, the providers allowed the insurance companies to rule the roost. And they screwed up. I'll be straight up honest. They, they in a way, have, have, how do you want to say this? They sold their soul to the insurance company to have the business. They sold their soul, and now are at the mercy of them in doing so. And it's a really bad position to be in as a business. So I would agree with you 1,000% on what you're doing. I would never allow the insurance company to tell me how I'm going to do things. Yeah. I think that's just, frankly, bad business. But there's a lot of businesses out there that are ruled exactly the way we just said by the insurance companies
4: they are and i and i
3: am i am dead set against doing that i i do not like that at all i i never wanted to be in business and have somebody else controlling the process i and i i even say this i say this to the clients that i coach you need to control the repair process you are the professional you're the one in charge the customer is not uh becky you're up next go ahead becky hello Becky Surely. oh we, we, you' you're, 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 you're breaking up can you do that again Becky maybe I'll put her on hold for a minute and see if we can't get her any better I can tell she's on a cell phone actually she just dropped Becky call us back I don't know exactly she something about Alan kudos to Alan I think is what she had what it was on my screen so Becky if you want to call back please do so and and we'll take that. And by the way, Alan's going to be with us through Drive Radio as well. We've only got about a minute left here. So if you want to call in even during Drive Radio, feel free to do that, and we'll take that call then as well, 303-477-5600. We've got about a minute left, Steve. Any other questions you've got for Alan? Oh, just safety glasses with you know technicians and stuff. Uh- that's yeah,
4: I I, I do some of the safety glasses. Safety glasses. Yeah. Uh, that's not a big part of my business. No, it's
5: yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the ones on the truck they sell—they're just so ugly. Oh, I know. And oh, And so yeah. the technicians will never wear them. You, you, know, know, I I mean, honestly, you know, I mean, yeah. honestly, they don't. I think
4: that's why I don't carry them. Yeah, they they
5: <laughs> don't. And it's the hard, it's kind of a weird spot in our industry. I would love to see them. Wear right, them. Exactly. But it, yeah. it all, the time. all
4: depends. Now, if if they have to be OSHA, yeah, I I don't do those. Oh, really? But. If if it's supposed to be safety glasses, yes, I can do safety glasses. I, as a matter of fact, this is a safety glass. Sure. Well, and, you know, it's I it's comfort. My, my, my sunglasses.
5: There. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's yeah. comfort because if they would, if it's comfortable and they get it fitted and I try to get the technicians to right. understand that. That's right. If you go That's get right. safety glasses fit and they and they're comfortable, you wear them. That's right. And, That's right. And then, you know. God forbid you don't get anything in your eye, then, obviously.
3: You know? <laughs> Last question this hour. We're going to come back again, Drive Radio, and, and Alan will stay with me. Heard your caller about contacts being discontinued. Same thing with mine And my astigmatism prescription is blah, blah, blah. Can your guests handle this in a disposable because no one else can? My eye doctor suggested I get comfortable with prescription sunglasses and start wearing glasses again. Can you help them on the yeah, contact right, but side? They though? want to
4: stay with the contacts. As I said, BioAffinity, the Cooper Vision, has come out with the dailies. So that would be a place to start.
3: Okay. All right. So there you go, folks. Again, Alan Stack, call him. And, uh, again, if you heard that, uh, please text me. Let me know. Otherwise, I'll I'll answer that back via text message. But otherwise, give Alan a call uh, today or during the week, 303-321-1578. If you're listening on Tuesday, thank you very much. We do appreciate it very much. Otherwise, we're going to be right back. Drive Radio is next. This is KLZ 560.